Hello and welcome to Expert by Experience Network Podcast. We are a campaign group supported by Refugee Action and represented by people with lived experience in the UK immigration system. We are here to share stories about our lives and experience. But grateful for all you've been through. Keep running, still learning. Because the theme this year is time for change, action, not words. We're celebrating Black history, and at Refugee Action, we have the theme of shifting power. So in the sector, if we are going to experience shifting power, what do you think would be the actionable actions that they have to take for us to experience it in the spirit of Black history? Oh, I'm, I'm so sorry, and I apologize, Jonathan, for hearing this, but I've never liked the term shifting power we've That's... always had the power we're just waking up is it not an acknowledgement that we had the power all this time and we're holding it to ourselves but now it's time that we share it power is taken not given mm-hmm. nobody the man you are waiting for to give you power wants that power mm-hmm. He wants that power. If you go and read the uh, Machiavellian's uh, history mm. of the prince, he tells you that you tell them, give them anything they want and hold on to power. Mm-hmm. Tell them what they want to hear. Tell them that man as we fall from heaven next year, that food will fall everywhere. You will begin to eat from every tree, but ensure that you hold on to power. In this case, is, is, it not, is it not a case of dialogue of we are acknowledging that we have a certain amount of power that we're supposed to have distributed or shared all along, and now we are doing it. What's your take on it? With with black culture, and especially when you're in a multicultural society, and there's so many factions that Mm -hmm. are wanting power, that distribution Mm -hmm. becomes very hard to marginalize. It's like holding the line Mm -hmm. from an invasion, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. because everyone wants a piece of the pie. Everyone wants their individuality and such. So we need to be come to the table, sit down and have the hard conversations and find out what am I doing that's irritating you? What can I do more so what we can, can have more better? easier conversations and have more easier trading, more open dialogue and you not both basically talking behind me, behind my back or trying to undermine me. And that happens when money and the root of all evil and things have to play, mm-hmm. right? I have a loaf of bread. I'm mm-hmm. going to slice 12 slices. I have enough to feed an entire village, but somebody's always going to want more slices of, of that bread, mm-hmm. and they're going to undermine it by psychological imports. What's that, by whatsoever means? Uh, the psychological import is that we are our own worst enemy sometimes, Absolutely. and that plays into factor because of histrionics, of especially Caucasian folk knowing and what they've been taught because it's been spoon-fed, taught in a specific way in-house, also mm-hmm. in schools, mm-hmm. hence the reason I, I have a massive issue with the academics here in the UK, which is so different from, a, for me, coming from an Anglophone, native-speaking country, where our education is absolutely top-notch. I'm boasting. And yes, oh, I come will. on. I will. Get away. But African, African <laughs> universities, <laughs> well, if, if African that universities is, yeah. 
Do you still have comprehensive back in my day? That's how old I am. Hang on, hang on, hang on. No, you, you're not playing uh, that. What is the sector supposed to be doing to ensure we're talking that this year or going forward, we don't want to just have the discussions of, oh, we need to shift power, we need equality. We want action. We are calling for action. Let, let, let what me, is action you, going let forward? Let me give you a leeway. Mm-hmm. What, what I would call um, the, the dogged style. Your doggedness, doggedness in a positive way. Is you that know? English? Yeah, yeah. yeah. doggedness. doggedness yeah. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah. I'm being yeah. schooled today. So Thank you, Black so History. So <laughs> <laughs> you, you're not paying anything. It's so free. It's free. So when you look at America today, Obama became the president, the Black Duke, like 2008. After some time, about after about about 16, less than 16 years. You see, no, yeah. Kamala Harris. Kamala, yeah. Kamala almost clinched the ticket, but she's not the vice president. Mm. Uh-huh. So at every given time, the black chap is always there. Yeah. Uh-huh. Here, here in the UK, you saw Kemi Butler. Kemi Butler. Kemi was very close. She came thought of, of yeah. Yeah. the Iran. Look at right, uh, this guy, Kwesi. Kwasi Kwate. Kwate. Oh, my goodness. But whichever way, he came on board. We need a, a separate session for that. The fact that he was considered at no, uh, Jason, what we're talking fact, about is the fact that he was. He made it. He, he just like somebody oh, else. Yeah. No, Jason needs a glass of water. There was no way his implementation could have stood. His implementation could have stood without the approval of the Prime Minister. That's right. So, so, okay, moving so, on. So, yeah. So, moving on, mm-hmm. what I thought, I thought is, is, is doable mm-hmm. for us to be one, dogged, to be persistent, to be resilient, to continue to ask for what we want. Continue to fight and push for it. Yeah. Because I, I I believe in I don't believe in no no you know in whatever I do and whatever I believe I focus on it and I fight for it I don't want us to be complacent with a, a, a set of uh, stage oh we are at this level uh, we are we should be okay with this we we dancing no let's go to the top you can go to the top you want to put yourself side by side by who is your top what does he have that you do not have is he color? so are if we it is color let's find it. Are we saying? Let's check our are we saying that it's all up to us and it has nothing to do with the system? It has nothing no, to it, do. It with has the a lot to do with the system. What right. I'm talking about, the system is not invisible. Mm-hmm. The system has no name. It's people that control the system. Mm-hmm. People, people control the system, and that system can be recontrolled to your favor. Now, if you think that uh, the man that is controlling this system. Will stop controlling the system without your persistence. You are lying. There comes a time where a man who wants you dead, for example, a man who wants you dead, there comes a time when he continues to see you alive, he will give up. So I, I thought giving up is, shouldn't be an option. I thought continuous persistence, pushing forward. They say the door of success open for those who push hardest because everybody is pushing. I think um, at the end of the day, reparations is a payment that's unpayable. Right. No one can't pay for what you took 450 years ago and still continue to do to this present day. What about redistribution of wealth? Yes, 100%. (laughs) But if we do that, we'll have to give, that needs to go to everyone, not just black Africans and all black all around the world. Every ethnicity that has been from the indigenous yeah. To the picks that who were the first of this island, uh-huh. who are the indigenous to this island, 
every reparation must be given for every ethnicity. So those who discover that, yeah. if you want to do that <laughs> in a white, in, in a in, in such a very neo-European white fascist kind of region right. format, which is not all of it, it's just the politics of it, of of it today. That's not that's it will happen, but it is going to be a toxic mess because once you give to one group. You, you have, have to, to give, give to, to the other. Or remember, some of these things, some of these comments are just made to to placate to placate some of you. Maybe you are talking to just okay. We are going to this is the year running to an end right now. Mm. What are the is to show that something uh, shifting or whatever is being uh, projected or is on the line? Now you look at people who want to tell you what you want to hear. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you hear them and you are happy. You might never get it if you don't push for it. Oh, you want power? Yes, we are looking at it. We are looking at power shift. Yes, power must, must circulate. Now, one of the greatest problems we have in Africa today is because a, a, a session of, of the hegemony, they want to hold on to power. For example, in Nigeria, the, the Nigeria state is being governed by people of the north. Meanwhile, the natural resources, the human resources, the intellectual capacity, they all reside in, in the south. south. Now, we have had eight years of, of northern governors in Nigeria. Now, another northerners are coming again to take back. So, go and have about 16 years of northern rule. Meanwhile, this is a country that has over 200 ethnic nationalities. Ethnic groups. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, you now look at how are these people always able to retain power? Why don't they want to leave? Because I'll tell you, even in us, within those that are crying for power shift, there are some of us who are, I'm sorry to use the word, quote unquote, slaves to them and are enjoying the slavery status that will always come to sabotage whatever arrangement is being made for a fellow, for their people to come to the state, to the top stage. So you, you, you look inward. I'm trying to say that you, you need to also look inward. Look at yourselves. This, this agitation we are doing, this clamor we are pursuing, we want this, we want it. Do we really want it? Is it a collective decision that all of us want to be? Or we are complacently okay where we are by some, some few individuals. So if it's a collective thing, you approach it collectively. Everybody will stand on one foot. That this is what we want. We start for it and pursue it. Not uh, for, for example, they throw some crumbs on the table for some people who grab it. Oh, we are okay where we are. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. I, and, and again, I want to add to that, Darlington. Like a Kathy rightly asked, I think with time, when we give it time and see how the process is being managed, because I also believe in the fact that room wasn't built in a day. Yeah. So there's always a step to achieving a goal. We are very happy that this is coming to play. Before now, we've not had this vision. This goal has not been there. Now it's here. Then we have to check and see how we are going to uh, make it feasible. What are the things we are going to do? How, how strong is our network? What are we bringing to the table? In what manner of time? I mean, looking at the, the time frame. Are we going to be saying, oh, we are the, the organization actually uh, began this, uh, this project 
And today, given three years, five years, 10 years, it's achievable. It is not something how we want to say we have to rush into it because the reason why that is even being put in place, I think the system knows why. Most of the time they bring up this uh, kind of uh, power, they bring up these uh, topics just to, I don't know, just to to check people up, to weigh you up, to see what you're going to do or just to get words from you. But I like to say, let's just give it a time and mm-hmm. see how it's going to play out eventually. I we are not agree. in a hurry. We are here. We're going to see how that goes. I fully agree with the time limit, but I, and also uh, we all need time for it, but time is fleeting as well. And the youth today are going to be the leaders, so I have a little time. I need to put as much foundation for them. It's my time. I have one foot out the door very soon. The thing for me here that in, in the UK that for me is the infrastructure of is an identity crisis. And the identity crisis is not us. It's the fact that in this country has an ideology of who they are imperialistically. And it's a mindset that has been spoon-fed for generations and young. It's been there. So, but things are changing. And of course, you will get a big part of the electorate of people who do are open-minded and do not think that way. But it doesn't change the class system that's indoctrinated here. Elitist, elite, middle class, bottom of, the, of society. And it comes in different shades and all different colors here. And it's shown how the representation in parliament, when you look there, I see very few people of color on, the, on both sides that are rep- represent their community. Right, it, for me. So there's still a lot more to grow in politics, and it's dominated by conservative values, great to conserve and not progressive values, to share more within the local communities and prosper them and grow them. And the factors are, I think, more is to be done in when I see infrastructure changes in this education system, where you have holidays are celebrated here as Diwali, as you have Muslim holidays. I would like to see that interjected in the school curriculum mm-hmm. to contemplate the, the mix, the diversity within the community. I would like to see, you know, studies allocated for that and where they can learn and have those options, right, to the kids to learn from their heritage, from their, if they have a grandfather born in Iran or a grandmother born in Zimbabwe and they grew up here at fourth, they came across here and worked, right? I, the fact is... Sorry, sorry, Jason, if I may cut in. I, I want to slightly disagree there. My point being that, what if uh, this, um, the, the celebrations, the holidays you just spoke about, is being taught in homes and not in school? But we've been doing that for centuries. Every, uh, every holiday, black holiday, or anything to specifically do when you're in a foreign nation, you learn from home. Yeah. You don't, if you're in a foreign land and you've just arrived, you do not get what is taught in really Tanzania, in Tanzanian culture, taught in a, in a school, let's say somewhere in, in the Bronx in New York. Like you mean uh, being taught Jewish, as a history. Exactly. You will have to have the your history. own cultural school, like a Jewish academy or an African academy to go to for your history. But if you're in a multicultural system, which this island is, yeah, why is it not being taught in every school? bolster all those different nationalities and cultures. Now, how that will be worked will depend on the curriculum to suit the narrative of each and every, you know, local 
authority. Yeah. But I would like to see, I'm not saying it isn't done. Yeah, because right, I, right. I could remember it's my kids coming back home yeah. telling me that they're learning history yeah. of the slave trade, how it began. That's and, good. Yeah. But as again, history is always of what you make of it and how it's been told. And it's been told differently. Different, differently from, from how it's Because what they know down mm-hmm. here in, in the South, in the South and the Northwest, history is when you, if you, if I give you an option, I will show you from three different academies and teaching black history. Most of it was not positive on what we've done to help and build this world and change and keep it moving. Most of it was only on, this is what the black slaves, this is what you were bringing us out. But that's what I'm talking about. We've been able to tell our story. Yeah, we've not got to tell our story. If you watch this movie, Black Panther. Of course, that is it, that's my movie. You you just you discover what kind of what kind of land? So you discover you discover that the technology. Yeah, you discover that at, at the end of the day, you really do not uh, want to buy what they are saying. Exactly. Not, because if you if you if you buy, we are having voices now. Yeah. Because so of the, like like said, because of technology, they have cared about us before. Who listens to us before? But these days, you see us everywhere. You see black people. Like I told one lady in uh, where, I, where I was working in, in Wakefield, where I was in, in uh, an asylum and seeker, a lady discriminated me uh, racially. And I was just laughing. I said, the other person said, why are you laughing? I said, because she doesn't know what she's saying. I said, well, is she better than me? I, I do. I, said, <laughs> I laugh at it. No, I said, I I said she's not so, so better than I am. They, they, they put us together to work with her. You say, she, said, she said, I don't want to work with black. I don't want to work with black. And I told her, you white. <laughs> you are from Pakistan. I am from, I am from Africa. You are saying you don't want to work with black. Are you white? What color you got? I said, come on. And man. that's it right there. But I love what you brought up. <laughs> we have in minorities racism within our within minorities. people of color so, groups. We mm, do have it. So and that means secret. that we're working on that out so, the so, so, so if, if I tell you I pick offense when anybody gives me any racial uh, abuse, I'm, I'm telling you lies. I don't pick yeah. offense because because, because I, you know I, who you are. I know who I am. You can't tell me who I am. I know who I am. There is no way. There is no way you stand one on one with me, a man of whatever color, whatever you do that I cannot do. So it's just it's just a battle. It's just oh, about being chance. comfortable in it's your skin. Yeah. And once you I, get that. I, I, I was in, in, in 2016, I was, I was in New York. You don't mention boss, that's what I remember. Yeah, yeah. I, was, I was in New York, I was boss. And, uh, I, was, I was talking to uh, a, a Caucasian mm-hmm. Latino. Mm-hmm. And she said, she said one thing. She said, I, I, I know, she was, I'm coaching her. She said, I know what you guys feel about us. I said, Who, what do you mean you guys? He said, you black folks. I said, what do we feel about it? He said, you, you don't like us. <laughs> he said, why? He said, because you feel we discriminate, we discriminate against you. I said, do you discriminate against us? She was not laughing. I said, because you can't discriminate against us. What is different between you and us? Exactly. Mm-hmm. She was looking at me. I said, yeah. <laughs> Latino discriminate against black. That's, that's horrendous. It, it, it what, is. what is different between you and us? What you have that we don't have? I think, I said, do you know what is called black? Black is rich. The thing is, so, is, is, is <laughs> yeah. speaking of black, can I take you off topic? Yeah, for so a that's why I want to go to that black now. Yeah. <laughs> because, let's 
talk about let's talk about colors. Color, let's talk about colors. Okay. Do we let's let our listeners know that every color and every everyone that does a, a DIY sort of coloring painters. The foundation of every color and every mixture that colors it's the rooted in black. Come on black. now. No color cannot cannot be made without they're, black. They're, they're so when <laughs> when let's just again we come back to the people of color. That's why that a lot of Caucasian folk not knowing themselves or their history or their lineage. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's another thing of not. Yeah. I love the fact that African and Caribbean folk we are. Afro, we know our lineage. We know who we are. Celebrate those. We know who we are. Moana. You seen that movie, us, Moana? Yeah, but it yeah. makes us open to have these conversations yeah. with people of color and different spectrums, and say, "Well, yes, okay, you're, you're meeting someone from India, from the subcontinent, who's Madras, mm. dark as me, right? And we're having that conversation, and he gets, and he has differences. My his here is straighter than mine." He's a, he, he comes he comes from a, a background where it's filled with mixed with Mandarin and Chinese and mm. such. Everyone is mixed with something. But I, I, I get a fact now, I'm looking at these new nationalists. And it's we British nationalists as they're trying to keep their so no one's trying to take away your culture. No one wants to take away your country. You impose your culture. Your culture on, so on, on everyone. People. When round the whole that world other people are coming into your yeah. space. You, have to take you call for it. And this is it. And and the factor is being that's why I said I said um, to you then, Mercy, that being they call this a multicultural island. It isn't for me, coming from a multicultural island. It's very sa- sanctioned in a way that we still need to have conversations because there's someone on top always looking to be divisive. To mm. keep us apart that from coming together. That's just it. That, that, that's what I talked about. I talked about uh, sincerity of purpose, knowing what you want in, in, in collective, putting in like collective responsibility, everybody going on on the same um, agenda, pursuing it. For example, for me, I, I, I even thought that uh, the British people are a lot very uh, accommodating compared to the rest of uh, European uh, nations. Go to this country, go to the Scandinavians, go to mm-hmm. the Scandinavian countries, go to Balkan. You 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 hate ever been been to those countries. I, I, as a traveler, I, I was doing football, footballers transfer in those days. So I, I understood the, the dynamics of all these things. And when you come to the UK to settle down, you see what is happening. The UK America, and the USA and Canada, these are fantastic countries that are doing well in diversity and equality. Take it from me. They are doing very, very well. You might not have it as good as you may want it to be. But in the 21st if, century. But if you want to compare scary, these three no? countries with That's the scary. rest of the world, in Germany, in oh, Poland, yeah. mm. in Czech Republic, I can go on and on. You don't want to do the comparison. No. <laughs> and, and even what we, what we had in Ukraine, what happened, we yeah, saw the Ukraine. video, yeah, but the thing is, when, the, uh, when the black community, the students, even when the students were running for students, their lives. Local oh, man. Black yeah. Ukrainians. Oh, because uh, again, a lot of you know this thing. Uh, as we have the next five minutes to just finish off, yeah. I want to focus on the mass exodus of black of black Africans moving throughout the world, carrying black, carrying history and cultural black history to different parts of East Europe and West Europe and Central Europe, and um, from Russia, Russia during the USSR movement, forty thousand. Yeah. Right, Americans, Black Americans, when the free, free when they were freed slaves during the 1900s, uh, got the freedom to return 
stay in America or return back to Africa. But you're already born in America, English is your native language. So most of them started going different parts of the world. Of the world. They went to the Middle East, they went to Russia, Siberia, South Korea. They took we their bloodness spread. everywhere. And they took our history. How do you think our, as a part... Okay, that is yeah. loud. Yeah. How do you think as our black history have, have we deve- developed in cultures? Do you see it in other parts in the world are where we have made our footprints and it's and it's not a lot of it is not spoken a lot within book it's in books it's in history history doesn't lie <laughs> yeah. it had it yeah. but do you see it now here especially when you look at the museums I for one I have to look for an African museum or an Afro museum to see it well, I like to see more of it as Kathy just mm-hmm. said down I love that what Rochdale did. I would yeah. like to see more of that. Please come what, to what Rochelle, Kathy, was, was it like a, some form of a digital display? Yeah. It was. And that we were going so like for two months doing uh, performances. Like, because you said when you step into the museum, you mm-hmm. could see the display or maybe... Yeah, that, now that was digital. Okay. But still we had performances. Like we had probably eight weeks of performing. Yeah. You still can find it online anyway. There must be a link on whose who's, who's yeah. voice it is. Yeah. Yeah, b- before Project. you conclude, uh, uh, Jesse, I know you're going to be concluding. I'm not concluding, yeah. Wait, wait. <laughs> <laughs> because I just, I just thought we should, we should, going forward, we should really know what we want. Amen. Like, uh, first of all, uh, define our status, know what we are, who we are, what we want, and know how to go for it. I, I, I am speaking from um, an activist angle. Mm-hmm. When, you, when you go into activism, when you go into agitation for something, it's, it's a case of no retreat whatsoever. True that. You, you don't check it out. You Nobody's going to give it to you. I, say, I said it before. There is nothing you get in this world. That you I'm all about defiance. For example, yeah. Defiance, I'm all about it. Yeah, yeah I know. But because even at school, even at home, mm-hmm. if your children don't ask for this, you don't give it to them. Mm. So, yeah. Mm. What, even, when, even while they know it's their right, even you, when you know is their right, you want them to ask for it. When they ask for it, you give it to them. So I, I, I'm thinking we should, we should just devise a particular method or uh, a hub, if you like, how we will continue this agitation. How this agitation will be continued, will be pressed, so that uh, it will be in the front burner of every discussion. Yeah, pushing mm-hmm. it forward for it. Thank I think you. pushing forward with that mandate is something we all, as especially as senior seniors within our community, and pushing it for the kids and the young girls and boys Absolutely. to see. I think let's end with this: our favorite influencer, black historian, poet, writer, politician. That's all I want to end with off and what they meant uh, to us. So, tell me, start with the birthday girl. To be honest, I had a similar question, but slightly different. Mm. Because I was thinking that if you were to be the CEO of whatever or the president of or whatever it is, just for a day in the month of black history, what is it about your culture that you would want everyone to have a fill of? Would it be your food, be your regalia? Would it be something? Would it be your national flag or whatever it is? It was going to be interesting to know that maybe in the other segment. But as far as uh, black historians... Oh dear, I'll probably settle for Maya Angelou for now. I mean, I who doesn't love her? Who doesn't love her? I'm always watching her interviews with 
with Oprah and, and other people. And I think she, it's, it's hard to describe her in a few words, yeah, but she is. more like possessed herself, her inner strength and projected it authentically and also unapologetically. Yes. Like, this is me. Like, you take me for me, and I'm not going to change my colors for you. Exactly. So that about her, yeah. it just reminds me of what am I am supposed to be as a black person. Number one, to embrace myself. And number two, to just know that I am powerful, that I am packaged by God with a purpose in my mm -hmm. time to do what he has called me to do. And I'm doing it whether you want it or not. If you don't create a platform for me, then I'm going to be the platform and you will hear about me. So that's what I love about her. Oh, God, well, that's wonderful. Mercy, yeah. who's yours? Yeah, I've got a lot of them, but for today to celebrate uh, what we're celebrating, the Black History Month, I'll settle for Chimamanda Ngozi Achie. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, with Adichie. With a smile on her face. With a smile on her face. She'll tell you what it is. And you try to sweep the dirt underneath the carpet, she'll tell you the fact that I'm not going to speak about the dirt. I'm going to tell you that it exists. I've seen it. And you know it's there. In a very loving manner, with jokes, with every sense of humor, and the way she carries herself, it will always be Chimamanda for me to celebrate the Black History Month yeah. as a female. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, yeah for me, I will, normally I, 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 I don't like his policies. Mm -hmm. um, Barack Obama. Yeah. I, I, I can agree with you. I didn't like some I, of his I policies. Disclaimer. I didn't like his policies. <laughs> really but don't. believe it or not, he's one African. He's one black man yeah. that must be celebrated. I agree. Yeah. Because, mm. because he, 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 he created a kind of history that was untold. And he, he suddenly put, mm. put black that, men that and, and, and we, that branding. Uh, and it gave, it gave us a, a kind of a sense of belonging. That it's yeah. like a black man is quote and unquote. Uh -huh. and, and when I look at him at times, I feel so encouraged. Mm. I feel so encouraged and I feel that this thing is possible. It's possible. It's possible. It's just for you to just keep pushing. And apart from that, that is today's black man. In the in the past, I like I, I love this guy, although he's, he's late now. He's a Kenneth Kavanda of uh, of uh, Zambia. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I, I've gone through that guy's history several times. I read his book, uh, KK, The Zambia Must Be Free. I discovered this fantastic young who was a fantastic young man who uh -huh. who believed in African liberation even from childhood. If wow. you look if you look at his background. He started fighting for um, independence for Zambia, even from his own remote village. Mm -hmm. Wow! His own remote village from, yeah. from school. There was no school. He he was he, he would trek over an hour to go to school and come back home. And he was saying, "We can't go." And they were white, white folks everywhere riding on horses, right around. And they taking away all the resources. And they had all the mineral in that Zambia was controlled. They, 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 they formed British uh, South Africa Company who was in charge of everything. British South Africa Company Limited. And these guys started fighting, started fighting, fighting until he became the president of Zambia. And when you read that book, I recommend it for all of you, Zambia Must Be Free mm -hmm. by Kenneth Kaunda. You go and read that book, you know why that guy is a hero. Although he didn't quite end well anyway, but he's <laughs> he 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 human. Yeah, he's he human. Say. He, was, he, he didn't want to leave Africa. 
Ah, like my president. Like it's not going anywhere. Like, yeah. dude, come yeah. on, just go. Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. Thank you very much. I think for me, for today, I have told you personally one, but to as it's Black History Month, Black for me, out being outside of just celebrating not being a, being Afro in lineage and and in root in DNA and as a Black Caribbean. Today and more anything, it's I'm remembered by Sir Eric Williams, my, uh, my first prime minister. Uh, our independence came in 1962. I was born six years later. So I grew up post when he, everything he fought came here. Uh, when the first, first ship came in from the West Indies and lovely greetings, everyone, not everyone at the time in the Caribbean thought that this was the motherland. Thank goodness my grandfather and my mother <laughs> gave me a foundation and a history lesson of knowing exactly what I had mixed up in me <laughs> and who exactly what I am. And that that, that was a you. great. But he, yes, I will give help to our first Prime Minister of Trinidad and Tobago, Sir Eric Williams, because he came here and gave us our independence from Britain in 1962. Yeah. And for me personally, my hero, there are many, but one that is instinct in my heart is James Baldwin. Oh, uh, he's oh a wonderful, my God. One, wonderful I novelist. Know. Uh, for was born in the States, uh, helped with the civil rights uh, riots and being getting the civil rights going and especially dealing with black LGBTQ mm -hmm. business and getting that on the surface and making that spotlight to see what was going on in the LGBT community because it does have racial verses within the LGBT community as well, like any mm -hmm. community, of course. it has it, of especially when you you're black or you're Asian or such as there, but we, at least we're working on, we sit down and we have our conversations mm -hmm. because we are a community and a of family course. and we work on that. Do we have James Baldwin of this time? Do you oh, reckon? yes, you do. Who, who, who's the one? That well, the, one there, that there, there are many with. writers who write like him. I just don't think you can repeat someone who's that unique. I don't want to have someone like Mercy or someone like Kathy. It's of just course. Not, there's, there's, there's but it would be nice to have a close representation of that person. Well, you can, yeah, you can yeah. the legacy in doing that. But I, there are many writers who do it, but there's just not anyone who can orally speak like him, just like Barack Honestly, Obama. Honestly, no. Speak. He's an oral, actual king, just master at speaking and at getting your attention to what is going on mm -hmm. around you that you're unaware of. So, yeah. That I mean, is my favorite. James Baldwin is, he hits hard for me, especially during this month. And, and in closing, Black Panther is coming up, number two, is it? Yeah, yeah. baby. So we're going Wakanda to the cinema, Wakanda for Life. Let's all sign it out. Yeah. Right. So let's wrap up. I want to thank Kathy. I want to thank Mercy. I want to thank Darlington. And I want to thank you, listeners, for being with us in celebrating our EBE Black History Month. History month. Yeah. And I want you to keep on listening to our podcast because we have everything for everyone in every shade, color. Yeah. Like a Benetton ad in the 1980s. Yeah. yeah. Oh, 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 oh. Come on, sing with me. Oh, Thank you for listening to EBE Podcast. For more information, you can visit Refugee Action website. And to catch our latest, you can follow Ras Voice on Twitter at VoiceRas. Thanks again and see you next time. Yeah.